Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there and welcome to the WP Builds Podcast. Once again, you've reached episode number 294, entitled how we fix the WordPress notifications problem. It was published on Thursday, the 1st of September, 2022. My name's Nathan Wrigley, and in a few short moments, we will have our interview guest, which is Brian Cords from Master WP and various other places. We're going to be talking about notifications. But before then, let's just do a little bit of housekeeping. If you enjoy what we do over at WP Builds, then please head over to our website, wpbuilds.com. And there's a couple of URLs that I'd like to mention. The first one is the subscribe link. You'll find it in the menu at the top, wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. Go there and you'll be able to see all of the different places where you can keep in touch with us. There is our Facebook group, there is our newsletters, and there's also our Twitter handle. It's all there, wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. If you're into deals and you'd like a significant amount off with a coupon code of a WordPress product, perhaps you're looking for a plugin, a theme, a block or something along those lines, head over to wpbuilds.com forward slash deals because we've got a Black Friday style page and it's there 365 days of the year. So you never know, there might be a match with something that you're looking for and something which we have a coupon code for wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. And the last one, I keep plugging it, wpbuilds.social. That's a URL, wpbuilds.social. It's a Twitter clone. It's an open source piece of software called Mastodon. And we've opened up an install of it there. So if you'd like to join, it's very quiet at the moment, but you never know, perhaps that's exactly what you need. A WordPress quiet space. The WP Builds podcast was brought to you today by GoDaddy Pro. GoDaddy Pro, the home of managed WordPress hosting that includes free domain, SSL, and 24-7 support. Bundle that with The Hub by GoDaddy Pro to unlock more free benefits to manage multiple sites in one place. Invoice clients and get 30% off new purchases. You can find out more by visiting go.me forward slash WPBuilds. That's go dot me forward slash WP builds and we sincerely thank GoDaddy Pro for their continued support of the WP builds podcast. Right what have we got in store for you today? Well it's episode number 294 as I said it's Brian Cords and he's here to talk about WordPress's notification problem. If you've used WordPress for any length of time, you've probably seen notifications popping up, some of them useful and highly desirable, some of them perhaps less desirable and less essential. Let's say adverts and upsells and things like that. Well, is this a problem? Do we need to be mindful of it? Is it something that we can just ignore? Or is this kind of getting a bit out of control? Well, Brian's got some thoughts on it and he's also working on a plugin WP Notify, which he talks about, and how it may help this problem in the future. I hope that you enjoy the podcast. I am joined on the podcast today by Brian Cords. Hello, Brian. Hello, Nathan. How are you doing? Yeah, really good. Thank you for joining us today. Brian and I hooked up after he wrote a piece about an interview that I did with Matt Mullenweg, and we decided we'd have a conversation today about something WordPressy. We weren't quite sure where this conversation would go, but we've settled on the important, interesting and infuriating, one might say, topic of kind of WordPress notifications. Before we get stuck deep into that, would you spend a couple of minutes just letting our listeners know who you are, what you do, how long you've been working with WordPress and all of that good stuff? Sure. So uh, I've been working with WordPress for probably about a decade started as a freelancer. I work now at an agency called Howard Development and Consulting, and we do, you know, just custom WordPress websites, pretty classic stuff. And we have a newsletter called Master WP, where we write about things going on in the WordPress space. Uh, there's a podcast, there's a lot of good guest contributors, that sort of thing. And uh, recently, I've been doing a few 
post about trying to contribute to WordPress. That's been kind of a focus because I've never done that before. And so I joined a recent project about notifications and uh, just as a contributor to help out. And so I'm just kind of learning about that and, and reporting on what I find. Is Master WP, is that a is that like a part-time side gig or is it just something you do for fun? Because you seem to be putting a lot of hours into that. You know, there's a lot of lengthy pieces coming out written by you and many others, might I add. And so it feels as if it's a very, very serious endeavor, but I'm not sure on what basis it's done, whether you're, like I say, volunteering your time or perhaps it's uh, remunerated in some way. Sure. Yeah. So our agency bought Master WP um, less than a year ago, I think, from the original founders, Ben and Alex, who we were just big fans of. And so when we bought it, there's, you know, it's a newsletter. It makes money by making ads. So it does have kind of a budget. Everybody that contributes to it gets paid, whether they're, um, you know, doing a guest article, we pay anybody who wants to write for us. If they write a good article, we pay, you know, anybody working on the podcast, all that. And it kind of comes out of the advertising budget for it. So, you know, we're, we're, we're not as big on freely volunteering time since we have families and that sort of thing. So Mm -hmm. yeah, we're all, we're all getting paid hopefully. Yeah. Oh, I've definitely noticed the quantity of work that's being put in, especially over the last year. I don't know if the, the the website had sort of stagnated a little bit or Ben and Alex had, you know, put it onto the back burner, but certainly I appreciate it. Every couple of days I'll go over there and have a look. It's part of my RSS feed and there's a lot of new content. So for, for my part, thank you for the, you know, for the in, enormous efforts that you guys are putting in. It really does make for, well, I do a show about the news in WordPress every Monday and stuff is often scraped from your website, shall we say. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Ben and Alex, they they were very specifically a newsletter. And so they, you know, they really didn't even have an archive of all the stuff they had done unless you went through their old newsletter issues. So that was one of the first things we did was, you know, put it more like a blog where we could get people to contribute and we could, you know, maybe keep a record of, of what people are, are saying about WordPress. Yeah. The, the the one thing, if I had to single out your website, the, the one thing that I really, really like above all else, and forgive me, uh, I love the writing, I love the topics, but I love the featured images. I just think they're absolutely glorious. They look like watercolours, and I don't know exactly if they're commissioned or what have you, but they are each one seemingly unique and and beautifully done. So I know that's that's probably not your, what you wanted to hear, but they are fabulous. You know, when we acquired it, I was a very vocal person about, I love the aesthetic. I thought that when you got it in your inbox, you would, you know, you knew it was Master WP because of that look. Yeah. And so I I was, you know, very adamant, like, you know, I don't think we should change this. I think we should keep it. And for about a week, we migrated everything onto Substack just to kind of get through the process of the acquisition and Substack, you know doesn't let you design anything and and really makes everything look the same and so you know after about a week of that with some other technical issues we were very quick to get it back onto wordpress in a way that uh could keep that that unique design yeah it's it's really really lovely everything that we're going to talk about today um obviously if you're looking at master wp is over at masterwp.com we're going to concentrate on an article which Brian wrote on the 26th of July, so really, really, really recently, and also a, a correlated piece over at make.wordpress.org, which is entitled, let me just scroll to the top, uh, feature, sorry, feature notifications, proof of concept, which is a request for feedback, and the, the Master WP article is called Solving WordPress Dashboard Spam and contributing to WordPress. So maybe pause this podcast, look at the show notes, go and read those. You'll have an awful lot more context about what we're talking about. But it is the notification thing, the notification piece that we're going to concentrate on today. And um, it seems to annoy some people. Some people seem to be able to not get triggered by it. I confess occasionally I do, but mostly I don't. Just tell us what the problem is that we have in the WP admin with notifications. Um, you can go wherever you like with that, you know, the size, the shape, the color, the fact that there's maybe a bit of a wild west and there's no rules. Whatever it is that you think needs to be addressed by that question, just outline what the problems are. Sure. So this 
this project has been around for a few years now. And uh, so it's not a new topic, but, you know, I think the core of the issue is that uh, WordPress just doesn't have a good way for plugin developers or hosting companies or theme developers to just provide information to people in the back end of WordPress. There's, there's really no rules or guidelines. So if you want to have an alert or if you want to let your customers know about a new feature or upsell them on something on the back end of WordPress, you can pretty much do whatever you want. Uh, you know, so the goal of the project really is to take that and just say like, here's some rules, some guidelines, a tool that everyone can use that will just keep everything streamlined a little cleaner. It'll let people turn things on and off. It'll let people, you know, start connecting their notifications to third parties and really just do what our phones have been doing for the last few years, which is wrangle notifications and, you know, just kind of clean up the backend because we all kind of have that issue of you log into a site that has 30 plugins and it's just, you can't even see anything because there's, you know, five upsell banners and ads and, you know, animated GIFs and, and, and all this sort of thing. Yeah, I guess that's a point to dwell on because if you are using WordPress, like I imagine most of the audience of this podcast, they're probably using WordPress a lot. You know, they're logging into multiple WordPress admins and they've probably made a, a selection and refined their plugin choice and theme choice over many years. And maybe maybe the the depth and breadth of this problem is not exactly clear because for my part when I log into just about all the websites that I'm connected with broadly speaking it's pretty much clean in there I go in there's the dashboard when I've logged in and more or less it looks like it did the last time I went in in other words it's quiet and it's clean and there's not much going on is this really a conversation which is all about the how to describe it the, the more typical user the less technical user the user who's just using WordPress as their means of getting their blog out, they're not really interested in how to do the code and all of that. They're just bamboozled by what they're seeing because they've got this welter, welter of plugins in there. Yeah, I think there's a few things, you know. Number one is sometimes there are notifications that are really important, but when they're buried under a ton of just junk, then, mm. you know, we, we all sort of get selective uh, blinders on and we just we just kind of ignore everything because there, there's too many things. So, you know, one thing is, is how do we have important notifications show up in a way that's actually meaningful? Um, the other thing is some of these, some of these notifications are pretty crazy. There's an earlier article on master WP where we did screenshots, uh, you know, of some of the things and, you know, it would be like you install a plugin that's has some small accessibility feature and then it has affiliate ads for, you know, page builders showing up on every page of your site to get you to install a page builder, which is, you know, not a decision. Anybody should just lightly install a page builder on their, their website. So, you know, a lot of it is really about how do we just, how do we just make this a little cleaner for, you know, one, number one for people like maybe me who logs into a ton of client sites that I didn't build where they have, you know, a ton of crazy plugins on there to you know the average wordpress user who is not super technical and just installed a plugin to do one simple thing and now it's trying to you know get them to do other things or or you know spam them with upsells that sort of thing yeah it'd be interesting if maybe when we finish recording this you can dig out the url for that and i'll put it in the show notes the piece where you actually have seen the screenshots because i, I confess i haven't seen that one but are there some fairly alarming um, screenshots in there you know it's pretty dire at times can it be pretty bad yeah and you know when I first kind of got onto this issue it was because some other developer created a plugin that would basically hide everything like the, you know it was like a nuclear bomb approach to notifications in WordPress anything that wasn't you know a real part of WordPress just disappeared and uh it was, you know, kind of just a symptom of like, this is how frustrated people are. So, uh, I'll, I'll send you the, uh, the link to the article, but you know, it was a lot of like, you've been using this plugin, give us a, a rating, give us a review. I've already given you a review. Ask me later to give you a review yeah. or, you know, you're using this version, but you know, if you upgrade to pro, you can get this version. And if you send us, uh, you know, 
analytics data and diagnostic information, that would be super helpful. And if you like our plugin that does this, then you should unlock this other plugin and, you know, I mean, it, it gets a little crazy. Yeah, and I guess it's when you've just got this massive, like, pancake stack of them, one on top of the other. You know, one, which is kind of modest and maybe, you know, minimal fonts and minimal flashing lights and colors and animated GIFs and all of that. Maybe maybe just one or two doesn't seem that alarming, but when you literally cannot see what you're supposed to see because it the whole entire viewport is full up with ads, yeah, that's when it gets a bit ridiculous. Of course... I guess we have to say right at the outset that the reason that this is being done is, well, legitimate, I guess, in that these companies who have these products... Okay, rewind. I didn't mean to say legitimate. I think there are situations where it could be viewed as legitimate. Obviously, you know, if you're simply putting a plugin out there so that you can put affiliate links in the back end of WordPress, I, I cannot see that as legitimate in any way. That just... I think that just stinks, basically. But if um, if you are a company and you are trying to promote your product and you've put a lot of hard work and effort into it and you've stripped out some features and you've got it in the repo and you would like to get directly to the people who've taken the effort to install it, that is legitimate in a way, isn't it? And so we have to bear that in mind. Yeah, and I think part of it is you know, part of the definition of the project is to show the right user the right notification at the right time. So, you know, some of these show up and maybe I have just installed a plugin, I haven't even used it. Um, so, you know, maybe maybe that could show up later, uh, you know, when I've used it, or maybe when I try to do something that's in a premium version, that's a good time to show me the upsell, but maybe not, you know, when my site author logs in who has no technical knowledge and is just there to update some content, you know, maybe they shouldn't be seeing the notification. So part of it is, like you said, there, there's a right time and a place for this. And there's just hasn't been a system for that to work. Um, but the other thing is that, you know, at the end of the day, people should be able to make money in WordPress. And, you know, people who make plugins should be able to make money from their plugins. And there should be a good path to upsell their customers and, and provide more value in a reasonable and like you said, legitimate way. And just because there's nothing, there's no system means that it's the wild west and people are just kind of doing whatever grabs the most attention. Yeah, I guess it's worth mentioning at this point that the installation of free theme, sorry, free plugins, let's stay with plugins, free plugins on the repo is a curious marketplace really because you you go and you browse and you look around and maybe you get a recommendation maybe you stumble upon something by searching and you install it but that at this point there is absolutely no relationship really between you and the person who's made that plugin i mean the relationship is only that you've installed their plugin but you know there's that you haven't had to fill out an email capture form or become part of a list or any of that in order to consume their stuff and in in the real world that isn't usually the case you know if you want something from somebody there's usually some kind of commercial transaction it may be that you surrender an email address it may be that you pay for it but there's a connection between you and the company, but in WordPress, not so much. So I can and do have sympathy for the companies who make a great free version of their software, make it freely available, but still have no idea really who's using it. And so that's there's a hurdle to get over there. Yeah, there's, there's a legitimate reason for a plugin developer to ask people running their plugin hey, do you mind sending us some anonymous data that we can use to make the plugin better? Or, hey, do you mind signing up for this email newsletter so we can let you know about, you know, new exciting things or important security updates or something like that? So so there really is a place for those things to happen. You know, there's a reason for it. Um, it's just that WordPress doesn't really, hasn't really thought about this before. And WordPress is always in this weird place between like everything's free and everything's coming from a volunteer, but also, you know, people are staking their whole, you know, livelihood. My mortgage is based on, you know, WordPress going well. So, you know, we're trying to just find a place that's in between those two things. Um, and you know, one of those ideas that people generally tend to have is, you know, does WordPress need like an app store 
and and just give you a better relationship with people who use your software in the same way that you know Apple does or Google does. What do you think about that? Are you are you for against or undecided? It's a really tough one. Mm. There's there's people on you know there's voices on Master WP that are more for it. Um, Matt Mullenweg, you know, the leader of WordPress is, is against it. It's, you know, it's so in, in some sense, it's just not going to happen. Um, I, I don't know if it would solve all of these problems, but it kind of would be nice if there was just one central place to, uh, to get premium plugins and to, you know, just keep that a little bit more centralized. I, you know, I hate to, to come out in favor of, centralizing everything in one place on the internet but sometimes you know there's a reason that it's you know people like those you know you know there's a reason people buy iphones because it does make a lot of that stuff easier and it's actually easier to just cancel a subscription or you know do all those things when it's all in one place yeah i I don't know yeah i i i am unsure as well because i can see exactly as you've described in the case of apple you know they do a fantastic job great custodians of their marketplace and it, it works really well uh, of course there's a commercial benefit i believe it's 30 percent of every transaction that goes through the app store comes to yeah. apple so you know there's a there's definitely money to put boots on the ground and make that all work but i can also see it from this more free open source software side why people would say no 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 we don't want things decentralized we want just to be able to go where we want when we want and not give anybody any information about it yeah so it's curious it's a it's a difficult circle to square but the project that you're involved in um that you've and again i'll link in the show notes this feature notifications proof of concept project um the the idea there is is to do what what is it that you're trying to get feedback on what is it that you're trying to build just give, give us an idea of maybe maybe the look and the feel of what you're trying to achieve sure so the project itself is a wordpress feature project which means you know wordpress has given permission to develop it as a plugin and see if it would be useful and used and maybe one day it'll end up in core or maybe one day it won't um and right now, the leader of the project is Jonathan Bostiger, who is, uh, you know, a pretty well-known educator in the developer space and is currently at Automatic uh, making, you know, great educational content. Yep. And so the what we have right now is we've built a plugin that installs on WordPress and it just shows you a bunch of fake notifications in the way that we would give you notifications and it shows you how a settings screen for how you would edit those notifications or how you would hide certain things and so it's kind of like a demo it's that you can install and just get a feel for this is what it would look like on a wordpress site and i can click around and i can examine it and we just want people to give feedback so we can say like oh you're not thinking about this or you know, for my plugin, I'd want it to do this, or, you know, we just want to get all of that feedback and all of those ideas, um, as it gets built out. And as far as the look, it's, you know, it's a pretty standard idea to control your notifications. Our phones have been doing it and they've been doing it pretty well over the last few years. So it's literally, you know, look at the back end of a WordPress website, imagine a little bell on the top right corner that you click on and it opens up a little panel on the side and there's a bunch of notifications in there and you can mark them as red and you can see where they come from and some of them can link you to other parts of the dashboard or other websites. Um, you know, if you've used a tool like Trello or Slack or anything like that, you know, it's it's pretty standard notifications. And so we're just trying to bring that into WordPress. Yeah, so I'm looking at it right now and I've got an installation up and so I can see, as you described, top right hand corner so on the right hand side of your gravatar icon where it says howdy um is a little bell and there's a red dot indicating that there's things for you to look at but it's very very subtle you know you could almost miss it which to me is ideal you know i want to see that notification bell when i go to look for it not because some because the bell is shouting at me I, you know i know it's there uh, i can look at it when i choose to look at it and you you click on it and exactly what you'd imagine a panel sweeps in from the from the right hand side consumes a very small proportion of the available real estate on my screen maybe maybe only a fifth or a sixth of the the width of the screen and it's just a stack of 
of notification, in this case, fake notifications, but we get the point. And it's, you know, on red, older notifications, and you can scroll down and see what they all are. Um, it, that, to me, is exactly what we need. I think, I, I can't think of anything that's on the screen that I'm looking at now that isn't perfect. So that's my feedback thus far. <laughs> that's good. That's good to know. The 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 sidebar uh, that you're describing that sweeps in has generally gotten very good uh, feedback and most people feel like it's, like I said, it's intuitive. It's, it's a pattern we're all pretty used to. There's also, um, if you test the plugin and just go to the the main dashboard right. of your backend, right. you'll see some, what we call them on-page notifications. And this mm-hmm. is like, say you save a post or you updated some settings. You know, right now, every plugin shows a different way to do it. Some of them use the kind of old school uh, admin notices, but most of them don't because they're kind of clunky and hard to use. Um, and they don't really work well with, you know, JavaScript and, and the way a lot of plugin developers do their settings these days. So that's the other piece of it is, you know, the what when I do want to see a notification on the screen that takes up that prime real estate, what is that going to look like? And that's, that's still, you know, getting a lot of discussion, which is good. So does the discussion, is the discussion centering around uniformity? Because I think one of the problems that we have at the moment is that because everybody who wishes to can insert basically anything they wish to, you can have this tangled mess of huge adverts with every font under the sun. You know, you can have flashing lights and images and pictures and anything, and it just becomes a tangled mess. Is part of this project to sort of standardize that and say, actually, you know what, here's the font you get. Here's the font size you're allowed to fiddle with. This is what your buttons will look like. And here's four colors that you can use to demonstrate the the level of importance or what have you. Is that part of the piece to just lock it down just like on my phone where if I open up the phone, which I'm doing now, I've got three or four notifications. They're all from completely rival services. I'm sure they don't communicate at all. One's a bank, one's Spotify and so on. They all basically look the same. You know, there's an icon to the right, information to the left, and I know what I'm getting. Yeah, I think the the phone, you know, especially the lock screen on your phone is a great example where, you know, you get an icon, you know, you see the little Twitter icon or the little messages icon. You see one or two sentences and a button that you can click through to get. And on some of these, we've even added an option for like an image so that you could put in, yep. you know, a bigger logo or, or some sort of, you know, small amount of marketing. Um, but the idea is, yeah, that's, that's what every notification is going to look like. Um, obviously no one's going to force this to be adopted because, uh, that's just not the way the the plugin directory really works and, and they just don't really have the time to, to confirm it. But the idea here is first, let's, let's just offer it and get it there to be used. And then, you know, later down the line, look at start, you know, seeing if we can get everybody to, to, to jump onto it. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I think you're describing it exactly right, which is, you know, here's a few parameters you can, you know, put in what you need, but it, you know, we don't need the, the giant, you know, five inch tall green banner with the animated, you know, Christmas (laughs) lights blinking, you know, yeah, Yeah, exactly that one. Yeah. We don't need that. And so I'm staring at four, well, three variations of what these may look like and they're very minimal they they allow for the opportunity to say whatever you want to say there's there's a space for text there's a space for a button which could have whatever text on it there's an image over to the right and it it looks like something i might find should i be able to put my android phone full screen on a laptop um yeah it is great for my part i think i want this to come around sooner rather than later as the way of doing it so you know the opt-in thing for a while sounds like a good idea but I, I i would like it to be pursued in such a way that in three or four years from now this is what you are allowed to do these are the constraints that you're given if you want to have a plug-in on the wordpress repo you've got to abide by these constraints that you know that would be my goal um you know you said say three years and i know that's just a, a time but one of the things that I kind of go over in my article uh, is is how quickly things move in WordPress, you know? <laughs> Some things, and how, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so, you know, this project 
is three years in the making. And when I talked to Jonathan, the project lead about it, he, you know, he even said that, you know, he's seen people come and go, you know, most people are volunteers, they show up, they can work on it for a few months and then, you know, maybe their job changes or, or their family life changes or something. And so, you know, this is, I think, you know, I, I hope that we're in a place in three years where we can say this, this is the system. Let's start expecting people to use it. <laughs> but, uh, I'm, I've learned to, to not get too overexcited about drastic changes in WordPress, Yeah, especially anything outside of, you know, the, 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 the main priority of Gutenberg. Yeah. So one of the things that I've got on my phone is like this uh, permissions model for notifications. So uh, I can't remember exactly where I find it, but somewhere in the settings of the phone is the option to, for example, to switch off any kind of notification that may come from this particular app. And if you've got an app that you enjoy using, but you discover that they send you notifications 16 times a day about things that you're not interested in, there is a way to switch them off. And I noticed that at the bottom of the the screen that I'm looking at, um, there's an area called notification settings. And we've got four sources of notifications and we will go through those and maybe there's room for that to be expanded over time but the the sources at the moment could comprise of wordpress so i guess just wordpress itself then user activity which is things like for example when something has been published successfully or perhaps when something's been scheduled or edited and so on and so forth so the, the user interactions then comments a big part of many websites and then site health so they're the ones that you've got on there at the moment. And each of those has got an option to be shown in the admin, email, SMS, and app. And I confess, I understand what the UI um, looks like, and I can understand what I might be doing. But the bit where it says admin, email, SMS, and app, I'm confused by what what I would be getting if I ticked those, ticked those boxes. Yeah, so that's a good question. The, the settings, uh, you know, First, I'll say they're a work in progress and, you know, this was a, an initial design and it's just trying to get feedback to get these sorts of discussions going. Um, so the breakdown right now that you mentioned WordPress, user activity, comments, site health, what I'm imagining and what I think a lot of us are imagining is plugin developers adding more rows, you know, maybe a row for Yoast and I can pick my settings from them, uh, maybe a row for you know, WooCommerce or other plugins, and, and they can maybe even break theirs down further. So any anybody that's sending you notifications, any, you know, what we would say, like an app, you know, Twitter messages right. or something, right. they can register a row and, and control the settings. And then for each, each row, it's, um, you know, where do I want to see these notifications? And the first one is in the admin when I'm literally logged into WordPress. Right. And the second one is email. And these two exist right now where you know sometimes i get emails from wordpress and sometimes i get notifications in my admin but i generally don't get the same messages in both places and that can be a little confusing um let's say a new user registered for the site i get that in uh, an email yeah but i don't see any record of that when i log into wordpress right um when my wordpress crashes for two seconds while an update's happening and you get that email that says your your website crashed for a second because of this i don't see that in my site on the other hand when the site health tool discovers that i'm using an an old version of php i don't get an email about that i don't really see it in my admin it's hidden somewhere else so there's kind of so many different places and we just kind of want to say you should see all of these things everywhere and then start turning them off where you don't want to see them yeah yeah okay i i'm i'm following that now so okay so in the example of like plugin x it would be able to register a row and then we'd be able to switch off okay i I don't wish to receive emails from this and i don't wish to see them in the admins for example do you think that there's the possibility that certain how to describe it that this could be ignored uh, if it wasn't made mandatory you know if these boxes these tick boxes were not compulsory that people could because we've seen what people are able to do you know they they sort of bend the rules that this could either be ignored or that we then get a new slightly different but equally unmanageable interface where we've got 30 plugins and they've all registered a row and it's going to take us half an hour to figure out what we're doing here 
um, as opposed to just a, an advertising row where any plugin company that wanted to put anything in that was ex, external to security or updating, that would be treated as advertising and you could opt into that across the whole website. That's a very good question. The first half is, are developers going to ignore this uh, if they can't get exactly what they want? And the answer, of course, is yes. Um, you know, that's that's one of the things. Uh, in fact, there was just a discussion today about something like that. And it was this that idea, which is unless we unless we make marketing an important part of this uh plugin developers will just continue to show their marketing messages uh elsewhere and so mm. that's you know we're really trying to get all this feedback because we we want everyone to feel like they can use it so that way you know you can turn it off and you you can control it uh would would having a general marketing bucket and trusting plugin developers to 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 use that um, that would, that's not a bad idea. And, uh, I'm, I'm actually going to write that down, but, um, I think that's a good point. I think, you know, again, it's like, we're just trying to get plugin developers to, to talk and explain what their needs are. So that way we can make sure we don't end up in the situation where they are ignoring it. Um, but as far as, you know, keeping them out of the repository, that's, that, will only go so far and you know let, let's be honest a lot of the the bad actors here are also the premium plugins that aren't in the repository in the first place you mm. know yeah interesting the i guess there's always a way with wordpress to make this stuff go away anyway but mm -hmm. you've got to understand what you're doing you know so you mentioned that there's a plugin which can uh, enforce the nuclear option i happen to be using um one of the the, the guys who contributed some comments onto the post that you wrote yesterday over at make.wordpress.org um ross wintle's um turbo admin it's an extension for chrome and it it kind of does a few of the bits and pieces but it, it would be nice to think that people honored it but it would also be nice to think that there was a way that if people didn't honor it, there was a UI to enforce it, which is in effect what Ross's extension does and probably the nuclear plugin that you mentioned earlier. You know, it, it just sort of says, okay, you don't want to honor those settings. Well, I'm going to take that out of your hands anyway, and I'm going to click this button, which will which will make it all go away regardless. And I think that the, the notification section at the right-hand side with the bell is great because it it's just it's not there unless I invoke it and we don't have that at the moment so it, it I'm sure there's a path through this is what I'm trying to say yeah and and as far as when things show up on the dashboard and not in that sidebar we really feel like if you take an action you save a post or you install a plugin then that's their one moment to to show something on the the top of the screen you installed a plugin you know, here, show your big notification where you're asking for everything you're going to ask for. And that's your one moment because they took an action, they installed the plugin, it's okay for you to give feedback in that moment. And that makes sense. And any other time you want to communicate, it's not that urgent and it doesn't need to be on the top of the screen. It can yeah. go into a sidebar. There's, there's no reason not to. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I agree that, uh, I would love to see the rules get stricter over time and uh you know i'm hoping that that's where this ends up so here's a here's a couple of curious thoughts one of them's just occurred to me and one of them i've been thinking about for a little while and the one that's just occurred to me is what about the option of allowing advertising of whatever magnitude you know go crazy do, do whatever you want with the page but it's buried in the settings of the plugin so let's say for example plugin x um, it, it comes up somewhere. It's in the menu somewhere, whether it's in settings or it's got a menu item all its own. But buried inside of there is their own advertising page, for example. And yeah, go nuts. It's there. If I really want to see it, I'm going to make the effort to go and look for it. And in a way, I'm kind of just sort of sweeping it under the carpet that way. So th there's, there's one thought. The other thought is... Um, the idea, a bit like an Amazon Kindle, uh, we spoke about this before the before I press record. Amazon Kindle comes in several varieties, but one of the varieties that you can purchase is a is a more affordable version, but it has adverts baked into it. So the trade off there is 
You pay less money for the product, but Amazon is going to perpetually put adverts, and I believe it's fairly constrained. You know, it's on the lock screen and maybe a few of the settings menus. I don't think it interrupts your reading behavior. But there it is. That's the trade-off you've made. And I wonder, I do wonder, is there a is there a is there a new model for plugins? So we've got free at the minute and we've got um, premium. What about something in the middle where we have free, no ads, sorry, free, um, and it obeys all of the rules that you've just mentioned. We've got paid and you've paid for it. So let's hope, God help us, we don't get any adverts. But somewhere in the middle, we have a paid tier where you pay slightly less than the premium version, maybe 10, 20, 30, 40% reduced but they get to do ads in your WP admin. What do you think about that? It's slightly controversial. Well, I'll take the first half because uh, you described, you know, you install a plugin and it has its own settings page or, or somewhere. And on that page, you know, they really do have free reign. Um, I use a lot of plugins where, you know, on the side of the, you go to, you know, add some, redirects to your redirection plugin and on the side there's a little box that says that's you know right. subscribe to our email here yeah. or something and i you know i think that's fine somebody brought up a similar issue which is maybe a lot of those plugins should not be so prominent on the sidebar you know when you install a plugin and they get a top level sidebar you know for a plugin that you're you're really only accessing once in a while uh, yeah. i would love to see some some guidelines around that kind of stuff but um I think that that exists and it's, I, I think that's a good place to do it because it doesn't affect people who maybe don't have the permissions to deal with that plugin and mm -hmm. thus shouldn't be really knowing about its marketing features anyway. But the second idea, the ad supported, uh, plugin, I think is it's, it's part of this issue where plugin people who make plugins should get paid and we're so used to free plugins and on the one hand, I feel like I don't want to pay for a plugin. And on the other hand, I'm afraid to use a free plugin because I'm worried it's not going to be around mm. in a year because the mm. developer isn't getting paid. And it's this real catch 22 about how do we keep giving things for free, but also like, how do people, you know, want to keep doing things if they're not getting paid for it? Um, WordPress, you know, probably won't ever have that app store where, you know, we could, sort of put those things together and, and have advertising and plugins and have people make money off of plugins, you know, in, in a, in a real way. But, uh, I would be curious to hear what people think about ad supported free plugins and if those would ever make it into like the plugin directory. Yeah. Just so that we're, sh just so that we're clear, I'm not suggesting it's a good idea, uh, <laughs> but, but it's, it's an idea. Another one which has just occurred to me is, so you're watching the television, it's a commercial television and you, you understand how it works. You watch a period of television and the, the game is after that period of time has ended, you get bombarded with adverts. Those adverts don't consume a bit of the screen. You don't get to kind of watch the, the, the program whilst there's adverts running concurrently. The, the ad completely dominates the screen. Your program has functionally ended. You've got to put up with the ads. It's bound in time, but once that time is ended, you can resume and uh, you know come back from the kitchen having made a nice brew. But, uh, but also, what if in the WP Admin, there was just a marketing page where anybody could put all of their advertising stuff, you know, so if you've got plugin X and plugin Y and plugin Z, they could dump all of their ads in this one page. So in a, in a way, it kind of mimics the, the TV example, except being bound in time, it's bound to a certain page. So go nuts. There's the page for it. I don't suppose anybody would ever go to that page, but you never know if there were some nice um, offerings and coupon codes and things like that, it might get visited. Well, most bigger you know, plugins really kind of do that where I feel like WooCommerce does this where there's a page in WooCommerce on your website that's just a bunch of their premium extensions and offerings. And a lot of those kind of plugins do it where you install it and they have one page, you know, just for the one plugin, not, you know, for the entire site yeah. where it just shows here's all the premium things that yeah. you could also add on. And I remember there was a time where on the main plugin screen where you would go to install new plugins, the, I don't know if it was Jetpack 
or WooCommerce, but they kind of hijacked into that. And if you searched for something where they had a premium version, they would kind of stick it in there. <laughs> you know, you would <laughs> you would search for, you know, image optimization and then Jetpack would pop up in there and say, oh, you need image optimization. We have a premium option for that. Uh, you know, when you're trying to search for a free plugin, um, I, it's honestly not a bad idea that, that we have just an option for marketing premium plugins, things that you might want on your site that you might pay for based on what you're already using that uh, would actually make your experience better. Yeah, it just, you know, the, the trade-off on the TV is that it's there, it dominates the screen, and you know you know what to expect. You've, you've, you've made that deal with the, yeah. with the television network. I'm going to watch some programming, and then I'm going to consume some ads. That's just the way it's going to be. And, and I just it just occurred to me a, a similar idea, like uh, just a wall, a wall of adverts on this one page, which you can you can ignore or you can't. The, the, what's, a, what's occurring to me as this conversation goes on is how difficult, thorny, deep and wide this whole thing is. There basically isn't a correct answer. There's just let's try things out. Let's see where this project goes. Let's see what um, triggers the community. Let's see what people can put up with. And... And, and as these ideas occur to me, I'm sort of knocking them over in my own head as I'm saying them, thinking, well, that wouldn't work in this scenario. Time is short, so we can't go through everything. But I, I appreciate the the quandary that you've got yourself into here. You, we go through the same thing internally. Sometimes when we discuss articles where you go, why doesn't WordPress just do this? And then you write half of an article and then you go, oh, I guess I found out why because <laughs> yeah, I, right. I thought it yeah. through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, but, just I now realize that my initial thought was completely wrong or I've been told yeah. by 17 other people that no, no, that's insane. Nobody will ever use that. Yeah, that's interesting. If if time is short, I'm afraid we've probably reached the end of, of the allotted time. But if people want to communicate with you, Brian, um, Let's take this in two parts. If they want to communicate with you personally, so Twitter handles, email addresses, are you comfortable sharing any of that? And if so, let us know what they are now. Sure. So if you, I have been trying out Twitter this year has been my new uh, bad habit. And so Twitter, my handle is just my name, Brian Cords. Um, I can't guarantee the quality there. Then most of the community stuff I do, I write about on MasterWP, which is just masterwp.com. And so you'll generally see my byline somewhere on the front page. Um, or if you scroll down, we have a list of all the contributors. And, and you know, we always invite people to uh, submit uh, to be paid to write for MasterWP. Um, and so that's the, that's the kind of me personal and my WordPress writing. Okay. The, the other one, uh, thank you for that, I should say. The other one is if they want to know more about the project that we've been talking about, so notifications and so on, where where's a good place to get stuck into that debate? Sure. So we're going to add a link to this specific request for feedback in the show notes. Yep. So that's a good place to start. But um, anything you are interested in in WordPress, I think the first thing to do is to figure out where they're talking about it on Slack um, because that's, you know, there's a big free Slack, you know, for making WordPress. And if you're just interested in anything, it's worth finding the channel and just watching it. There's every project has some sort of weekly meeting at some time zone that is good for you or painful. And so I recommend um, if you're really interested in this topic to just jump in the Slack and you'll see the meeting take place and you'll be able to see what we're talking about and we are always open to hearing people share their opinions and share their feedback and just answer questions of how to get involved. Thank you very much. Uh, Brian Cords, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast today and giving us a real a real deep dive into WP notifications and the problems that they may no longer in the future be presenting us with. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Nathan. Well, I hope that you enjoyed the podcast. Very nice chatting to Brian all about the WP notification system and how it may need to be improved in the future and what ways it might be improved. If you've got any thoughts or commentary, head over to wpbuilds.com, search for episode number 294, leave us a comment there or go to wpbuilds.com forward slash Facebook, which is our Facebook group. And you can search for 294 as well and perhaps leave us a comment there.
The WP Builds podcast was brought to you today by GoDaddy Pro. GoDaddy Pro, the home of managed WordPress hosting that includes free domain, SSL, and 24-7 support. Bundle that with The Hub by GoDaddy Pro to unlock more free benefits to manage multiple sites in one place. Invoice clients and get 30% off new purchases. You can find out more by going to go.me forward slash WP Builds. And we really do thank GoDaddy Pro for their continued support of the WP Builds podcast. Well, we may be back next week. We may not. I'm still flipping and flopping about whether I'm going to take a holiday. So I said it last week. I may be here next week. Well, here I am. And I may or may not be here next week. Let's see how that goes. Either way, I hope that you have a nice week. Stay safe. I'm going to fade in some cheesy music and say bye-bye for now.